0: Welcome to a special isolation edition of the Let's Meet for a Beer podcast. I am joined by my friend, J.D. Lewis. How are you doing?
1: I am alone, but I don't say that for sympathy. The the Prime Minister said we're supposed to be alone, so that's why I am alone. Absolutely. So the conversations that we're having, just to let
0: everybody know, are going to be unedited and we're recording them over the internet. So
1: the sound quality might be a little spotty from time to time, but what can people expect? You can expect, I guess, a few things, you know, hopefully some inspiration. If your spirits need picking up, hopefully we can be that source of inspiration for you and show you this doesn't necessarily have to be a totally ugly, scary thing. Some companionship. Jeez, if, if you need a friend right now, let us be your friends for the next half hour and for the episodes that follow. And finally, hopefully this can be a reminder to you that, you know, something like COVID-19 while it's super scary and, and we still don't totally know everything about it, that doesn't mean it's all bad things coming out of it. Sir Isaac Newton developed his theory on gravity while in isolation and quarantine from the bubonic plague. I'm not suggesting we're going to change the laws and rules of science here on this podcast, but I do think some good can come out of a bad situation. And I think we're going to learn that together.
0: just want to say thanks to everybody for letting us be a part of your day, and I hope you enjoy the conversations. Hey everyone, welcome back to another "Let's Meet for a Beer." It's a special isolation edition, and we are joined with our friend Stephen Deer. You are the owner of Modern Steak. How are you doing, my friend?
2: I'm good. How are you guys?
0: Very yep. well. Cannot complain. Um, so, I guess on a personal level, just health wise, you're you're doing okay. You're uh, you're standing up.
2: Yeah. We, yeah, we're, I'm good. And the the team is good. And we've uh, got a long list of isolation. We actually created a checklist today to be you to be able to work or walk into the building, which is, you know, are you self-isolating? Who are you hanging out with? What's your hygiene routine? Like it's kind of weird, but that's where we're at. So, and so far, so good.
0: Sounds like the checklist my mom made for me when
1: I was in high school. (laughs) Are you showering? (laughs) Quit hanging out with those hooligans. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I feel like I feel like most dating apps need a more rigorous like vetting process. Like if this, yeah. if this could lead to similar like vetting on Tinder and Bumble. I would be very okay with that.
0: Yeah, yeah you get a better rating depending mm. on your hygiene. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent.
2: That's the way Christian Winkle does it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, Tinder, Tinder would have half the <laughs> amount of users, though. So it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of. Yeah.
0: Um so you were mentioning before we pressed the old record button that um, your team had to do some serious uh pivoting just yep. to uh kind of work through the isolation. Um can you maybe walk through mm-hmm. that and just
2: kind of explain what you guys have been doing? Yeah, so so we have so we have two brands right now, Modern Steak and Modern Ocean, and that's kind of the the surf and turf concept that uh, we've kind of created along the way. And uh we've kind of had this modern burger concept in our mind for a long time. And just because of the the economy and then us opening up Stephen Ave, we kind of put it aside. So we've kind of been working on it the last three months to do this, uh, for lack of a better word, we'll call it a ghost ghost kitchen concept, which was meant to be incremental revenue. And we were going to launch it on Monday, the 23rd. Well lo and behold pandemic came and we ended up shutting down the restaurant and now it's become our only stream of revenue so we've pivoted to fully doing burgers um and it's really working out quite well it's been received uh better than i could ever expect you know we were we were hoping if we sold you know on our first day 25 to 50 burgers it would be great we ended up selling 250 on the first day and that's gone exponentially from there well good for you guys Mm -hmm. how how much
1: of that, we call it a pivot and I, and I keep hearing that word from people who have chosen to pivot, but how much yeah. of it is a choice, Steven? You know, cause I, I think when, when something happens like this, that, that you can't really prepare for they're extenuating circumstances, yeah. like, it, it is a choice to, to pivot, right? It, it, as opposed to, I don't want to use the word pelt cause that's not the right word, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's a choice. You made that choice,
2: right? Well, yeah, it's, this has been, it absolutely is a choice. Um, and this is you hear a lot of entrepreneurs and leaders kind of talking about this, that this is where we're you're, we're really flying blind because, you know, I start I bought my first restaurant when I was 26 and I'm just turned four, 43. Actually, I guess I should say I, I'm going to turn 44 this May, but, um, I've been through a couple of recessions and, you know, 2008 was devastating because I just opened up a SCOBA at that time into the recession. Then with modern, modern state in Kensington, uh, when I shut Muse down, we opened into another recession. So I felt a little bit more, I feel better equipped than most to go through this. However, this is a whole set of circumstances that there's a human factor to this, that, um, a lot of us have never had to take into account. We're talking about, um, my, my personal safety, my team safety, our guest safety, and it puts you in a whole different position of you know what decisions to make and and uh, and how you're going to make those decisions. We sat with our immediate leadership team and we made a decision that we want to keep going as far as we can for as long as we can, but we have to have certain protocols in place because you know we th- we throw the idea of profit right out the window right now. Profit isn't even on our radar. What it is is about can we survive. To get to the place where we can get better times and can we keep people employed and can we can feed our community and can we do thing good things within our community and so it's a different mindset of you know day-to-day operations which is for us was always grow and expand and we want to do the next next building next concept next city and now we're at a place where we just want to make sure we're doing kind of what's best for for everybody so we pivoted to burgers which was in you know, a decision that we we're lucky that we had in our back pocket that we were going to launch anyways and it now it's became our mainstream of revenue.
0: That's—I uh, don't know if you yeah. can use the word luck in these kind of times, but I don't mm-hmm. even know if it is luck because obviously you guys created that strategy. But in yeah. terms of timing, the timing in that perspective was good for yeah. you guys.
2: Absolutely, uh, you know what is it uh, when pre- when luck meets preparation, opportunity happens, and we were really kind of in that space. Um, but you know we're in a different, we're trying to get, for example, now as the world's changing, everybody and their dog is trying to move to um, the delivery services. And we're having trouble getting modern state, and modern ocean onto the delivery services, even though we're kind of ahead of the curve. Um, it's, you know, skip the dishes has like, like roughly a million restaurants around the world that want to get onto their f- formats. And so we're sitting here, we were promised Monday. And now we're still, we're at Wednesday. We don't know if we'll even be launched by Friday. So it shows you there's demand. So we're lucky that we were up front and ahead of everyone else on that one side. But now we're kind of like everyone else in the queue that's trying to get into this space now. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things, what can you do? And so, you know, we focus on the burgers. We have our curbside pickup and, and uh, you know, take out options and, you know, you do what you can do to survive what
1: we're trying to do, I think here with, with this podcast, you know, is, is check in with not only friends of ours, but with whole communities and just kind of see how everybody's doing. And I think you can speak yeah. to a couple of different communities, you know, how, how is downtown and, yeah. and how is, how is the restaurant industry? Like how, how is it on the whole, I think, all things considered? Uh,
2: oh, wow. Okay. Well, I'll start here. So I was on a conference call this morning. Um, our friend Ernie Sue kind of put me into connection with a group today. There was probably about 30 30, uh, um, people on it, which was quite a bit of, uh, brewers and restaurant tours. And it was talking about what we need to do with the government and how to get there. Um, so speaking to the restaurant industry, it's tough. Um, the truth is, uh, and I don't feel good saying this. A lot of people aren't going to make it through this. Um, some landlords are doing great things. Other landlords are not doing great things. Um, some people have better backing, better savings, better war chests than others. So we're going to see a lot of fallout. I think as a restaurant community, um, for the the majority of us, are trying to do the right thing and support each other. Um, you know, we're doing collaborations with Ernie from Trolley Fly, doing six packs so, um, for a really reasonable price. You know, so you're trying to support your circle and stuff like that. As for downtown, and I can speak to Stephen Av in Kensington there is no business left. It's gone. It's zero. And the truth of that is that, you know, one of the reasons that we loved our Stephen Ave location is because we were attached to a hotel and the convention center and we're close to the Salonome. And when you really look at some main sources of revenue being hockey and concerts, that's gone. We have all of our um, business um, travel that happens Monday, Thursdays when all the hotels are full, that's basically gone the hotels were really on average around 80% Monday to Thursday. And that included Hyatt, the Palliser, Marriott, et cetera, that are all around us. They're all sub 30 and if not, uh, sorry, sub 20, if not lower. So that is gone. Then our convention business is gone. And then we have our normal kind of walk-in traffic that's around. And really offices have kind of, again, they've pivoted to that. You know, it's mostly only essential staff that, If you have to be there, you have to be there. Otherwise, you work from home. So there's no traffic downtown, period. Kensington's a little bit different. Kensington, again, is still a ghost town also. Um, But Kensington's running into a different problem, in my opinion, is that it's been in a little bit of trouble for a long time. The rents are extremely high in Kensington. The parking is not great. And so we already had a lot of um, locations closed and a lot of those little kind of, you know, six to eight story office buildings that we have around in Kensington, they're they are empty already. So it was kind of a double whammy on Kensington. Um, and we've actually closed our um, Kensington location 100%. Um, there's the only thing we do is we go check on the location every second day and we're running, we shifted our operations all the downtown for obviously ease of efficiency and and cost savings. But, you know, the, the truth of it is the community is kind of reeling. We are supporting each other. We're doing the best things we can for each other. You know, Duncan Lee from Foreign Concept, you know, we retreat each other, we retreat each other's stuff, we support each other. stuff, we trade food, we talk to each other. I think there is a level of support. Um, you know, it's kind of that brother to brother, sister to sister type thing that we're here to listen and we're here to help people as much as we can. I think that's probably the most positive thing that's come out of this is that people are, are really trying to make sure other people are okay. So
0: Stephen, just listening to you, Tell that story and and try to explain that to us. Um, You can really tell that, you know, making a lot of these decisions isn't easy for you. So when it comes to your team, um, you know, have you been able to maintain some of at least some of the people and, and, and how
2: what have you had to do to sort of let people go and stuff like that? Well the, well, the truth of the matter is, you know, Kensington was about uh, 25 employees and downtown was probably closer to 80. And we're down to, well, actually, I should say we're down to, I, w- I want to be positive here. We're up to 12 people back. We went down to five. We've already brought seven people back. I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a step in the right direction of getting some more people employed and making sure that they have some money in their pocket. I got to be honest, I'm a... I'm one of those guys that can kind of take the world on their shoulders. I can carry a lot of burden, but, uh, when I had to lay off all of our people, I went in the office, I closed the door. I had, to, I honestly had to cry. I'm actually a little bit emotional about just saying that is that these, when you're in a small business like ours, that's, you know, trying to become a national brand, the people that you work with every day are very dedicated to meeting a goal and I, you know, it's a little cliche to say that these people become family, but they do. Um, you know, we hang out together, we go to birthdays together, you know, weddings and and all these type of things like they, they, these people like, you know, become your family. And I'm really proud to say that we have very low turnover. And so it was really devastating. And you know we did what we could we gave all our open balls of wine we gave away any food that we could give away we gave away you know we're still doing discounts for our staff and all those sorts of stuff and we know we keep trying to bring people back to make sure they're there but i'm gonna tell you it was the hardest thing i've had to do in my in my in my career yeah i can imagine they
0: say that uh you know, people, people sometimes say that, you know, you'd never mix business with pleasure or, you know, don't, don't, you know, it's, it's just business. It's not personal. Yeah. I've never been able to separate the two. I mean, the people yeah. that that I work with at Alberta mm-hmm. beer festivals, they're, they're family to me. And uh, yeah. so I, I know the struggle that you'd yeah. be going through. I, I can't yeah. even imagine. So,
2: yeah, we still follow. We, uh, you know, I follow a simple mantra is we you know we run the business by the numbers and we run the people by the heart. And, you know, sometimes those things get in conflict with each other, but you deal with it on a case-by-case basis. And I think the best businesses that are out there that have been around long-term and have been through the ups and downs and turmoils, like I said... I've been in an ownership position since I was 26 and I've never had a failure. And, and, you know, I like to think I have a, you know, you, you develop a good reputation in the business for how you treat people. And, you know, the communities are small. The, 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 the brewers are a small community the, the you know, Calgary's restaurant community is a small community and how you treat people really matters. And, uh, and how you, how people are supporting each other is a reflection of, of that now. So one of the other things we, you know, we've been trying to do
1: with this podcast is not only try to get you know a bit of a, a snapshot as to, as to how everyone's doing and what everyone is up against, but also you know try to figure out how we can help—not right? not yeah. just the two of us, but but really on yeah. the whole how we can help. And, and, and I'm sure it would be fair to say, and you can speak to this hopefully a little bit, that expressions like strengthen numbers and support local, like these things that we have said for a long time, have yeah. never meant more than they do right now.
2: I to- I totally agree, and you know, our concept is, you know, is, is based on a local story. Like our Alberta beef program that we do is exclusive of us. We went into a partnership and bought a bowl with the farm. Um, and when you make these commitments to doing something local in your backyard, you know, people eventually need to understand that there's a decision to be made and, you know, when you're going to spend your dollars and I don't want to pick on chains, but Chains have a different style of support structure. Sometimes they're publicly traded. Sometimes, you know, they have an infrastructure and banking facilities and, you know, but when you're an independent and you're trying to grow a business, you don't necessarily have those things. And, you know, you're when you make a decision like, you know, when you, are you going to order from Modern Steak? Or are you going to order from the keg? There's nothing wrong with the keg, but there's a different style of infrastructure behind that company than there is with the locals. And the locals are really depending on you to come out and spend that money and, our set, our style of locations to to make it to make it go a little bit further so
0: there's a lot of people out there and, and again one of the reasons that we're doing the podcast is to try to reach some people that you know uh, clearly they're in isolation but beyond that they might be by themselves you know like this so they're isolating by themselves um we want to just kind of I, I hope have some message of of hope or whatever uh, what what could you say that um you know, what would you do in terms of suggestions? Like whether it's, uh, you know, for their mental health, for their physical health, like what can
2: people do to just kind of get through this? I think the success in business and sec- and success in personal life is really comes down to routine. And a lot of people I think have taken the approach that this is going to be a two week thing and it's like a two week vacation. So it's kind of like, you know, let's lay on the couch and, you know, don't get me wrong. Um, For a lot of restaurateurs, I think this is well-deserved rest because this is very much a burnout business because the grind can get you. But I think to be successful, whether you're going to self-isolate at home, you have to act like it's a normal day. It's about waking up at the same time. It's about making your bed at the same time. It's about doing that workout. It's about staying active. It's about also getting communication like with such great tools with um the app we're on zoom or facetime or whatever you can still have that personal connection and talk to someone i think these are very important um, times to make sure that you're connected to people to your circle and people that care but definitely a routine and uh if i can say one thing and i can see you know we're in contact with our staff quite a bit and stuff like that and uh, some of our friends and we have these friends my my biggest fear right now is the amount of people out there that are self-medicating to a crazy extent of drinking and and weed and kind of doing and taking this in a, a negative direction. Um, so that's my only fear that this could come on the other side. So routine, be positive, keep moving forward. And, you know, using your time productive in a helping manner or, you know, educating yourself like this is the time to read books podcast and and grow. I think there's a, uh, uh, if you use this time, you're going to be better prepared on the other side than people that are kind of sitting around and and doing nothing. So I encourage people to still stay active, um, keeping their mind active and, and their body active at the same time.
1: What about um, like, you know, some, some of the positivity that we've seen in the community, yeah. um, you yeah. know, because you're, you're right in the thick of it. Yeah. Yeah. We've heard some great examples of just like humanity yeah. shining through, uh, pardon the French, a really shitty thing. Um, yeah. and, and I know that there, there are examples and stories out there like that, right?
2: Yeah. Well, you know, this is again, this is the time, again, this is people over profits And it's kind of been it's been my new mantra over the last like I want to say, you know, three days more and more that if we have the ability to step up and do something. And in our case, um, like we did um, just the other day with the Rocky View Hospital, I can't tell you how good it feels to go help somebody. And I think we underestimate what it does for the body, mind, and soul of doing something nice for someone and helping them out. You know, we fed 50 frontline workers at the hospital the other day. And I, and I honestly, again, get emotional thinking about it is that these people, when they tell us your stories, you get a perspective that 50% of their team is quarantined already. They're working doubles. Um, They're doing their best they can. They're worried. They're handling it now. But in two to three weeks, they're worried that they're going to be overrun and not have enough staff. Anything we can do to help someone in that situation, we have to do. When it comes to our employees, we want to make sure they're not going hungry. We want to make sure they have food. These are the type of things that you have to make the decision of you need to do the right thing because we need to get these people through to the other side. And if you have, if you're in any position of power to help, you have to step up and do it. I don't even think it's a, you know, I don't even think I'm starting to look at it. It's not an option. It's mandatory. We see someone in trouble, we step up and help. And, you know, it starts with your own little circle. It starts with your friends. It starts with your family, and you branch out from there. You know, it, you know, if you're bro- if you don't have any money or you're feeling broke, that doesn't mean you need to go spend a thousand dollars on someone. It could be picking up the phone and calling them, doing a Facetime to check in on someone. That stuff that has such a great effect, and it has a ripple effect. Um, I think people are underestimating the sound of another person's voice carrying on the phone or through Facetime, um, let alone what I think um, people can do when they have the resources to do it. Well said, yeah, I like that, I like that a lot.
1: Um, we're building a playlist too, aren't we, Mark? I know that's a, that's a really hard segue to make, but we're building a playlist. Tell about the playlist. <laughs> so, well, first of all,
0: JD wanted to compile a pornography list, and I said, "No, let's." <laughs> okay. okay. There's a little bit of truth to that, but anyway. We are doing a playlist, so we're going to do an isolation soundtrack, and you have to
2: add a song to it. What's it going to be? Oh wow! Well, off the top of my head, I just you beat know, it? Uh, that, that kind of plays into <laughs> JT's. Yeah. yeah, I've listened to that song twelve times today. <laughs> that, that's the that's the that's the two birds one stone song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There. Yes. Um, boy, this is tough. I want to automatically so. I, I grew up like for me i always say i grew up in the 90s i was a hip-hop promoter i'm still a dj hip-hop is where my heart is obviously nice i'm automatically leaning towards something with nas um i'm thinking some off illmatic maybe um whose world is it i think you know i think that's a pause of the world is mine it's kind of got that Scarface kind of um um, sample in it, and I think it's kind of that positive message, like the world is yours if you you want it. It's there, and I think this is this is that time. Um, I think those nice. who uh, have a uh, are are the ones that are being positive and pushing forward and using this. I think that's the kind of song that's that motivational tool to to get you to the other side. Oh, yeah. I like it.
0: It's been officially yeah. added. So yeah. now I just got to get someone to show me yeah. how to share my Spotify yeah. playlist, <laughs> and we'll be <laughs> off to the races. Well, That's it won't classic. be me after you slandered mm. me with that pornography remark. It won't be no, it's only slander if it's not true. That's
2: fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, That's character assassination. Totally different. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Totally different.
0: Exactly. Um, so before we let you get back to the front lines, is there anything else that, that you want to share with somebody? Something. Uh, something you think people need to hear.
2: Ugh, I don't want to be cliche and having that record, but positivity, I, I can't stress it enough. Um, and be around some loving people, man. I, you know, I know it's this is an isolation thing, but you know, my wife is at home and I know she's going stir crazy with the dog. So it's important that, you know, that you spend time with the people that you're with and you reach out to others. I think it's the most important thing is just human contact and keeping people moving in the right direction to know people that they have some, some, uh, lifelines there and help if they need it. I think it's the most important thing right now.
0: Agreed, man. Definitely.
2: Yeah. JD. It. That's it. That's all awesome fantastic it.
0: thanks Stephen. thanks for doing this really appreciate no. it can't wait to hopefully get back to normal someday and be able to come uh, come enjoy the restaurant
2: yeah, absolutely thanks for having me on guys appreciate it okay. a lot
0: take care thanks, hey everyone thanks again for joining the podcast today to learn more about how we are involved in the community please visit let's meet for a beer.com and albertabeerfestivals.com Please remember to be kind and offer help wherever you can and never be afraid to ask for help. We're all in this together. Have a great day.